Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, I am. Well, she said. Uh, welcome. It's great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Kamala Harris down to twenty eight percent approval now. Twenty eight percent. I don't know if I've seen that low an approval rating on anybody, anytime, anywhere. Well, Congress, and that's about it. But a single elected officials, less than a year into the job they were elected to do, 28% is really bad. Yeah, that's not good. Really bad. Oh my gosh, I was just Googling here. Nixon's approval rating when he resigned was guess. 83%. Okay, 24. (laughs) Okay, it was lower. And what was hers? All right. 28. Yeah, well. So she's almost at the point <laughs> Nixon was <laughs> when he resigned. Jeez. Wow. That's incredible. That is shocking. And everybody was pissed at Nixon. I remember my dad when, uh, you know, he because he voted. He was a staunch Republican and really voted for Nixon twice and then couldn't stand him mm-hmm. after Watergate. Well, let's keep an eye on that number. 24% was Nixon when he said goodbye. Let's watch that for Kamala and Brandon here. Interesting. Yeah. And that's why Democrats don't want her around to replace Joe Biden. I don't know how they're going to stop that because she is around. She's the vice president. You would have to, I I guess you'd have to fire her, remove her from, from office and put somebody else in. And I don't see him doing that. She that would knows be, too much. Yeah. That, <laughs> and that would be amazing. But uh, that was a USA Today mm. Suffolk University poll that had her at 28%. Holy cow, that's amazing. Mm. Uh, her struggles are primarily twofold, according to this. She's practically invisible. Well, she's invisible because she's so stupid and disliked. Yeah. Nobody likes her. That's why they don't send her anywhere. And she was never liked much to begin with. That's thing number two. Harris has been dubbed a 2020 presidential candidate. Yeah, right. Uh, But that's a misnomer because she never even got to 2020 as a candidate. Never got to Iowa or New Hampshire. She was polling lower than even Andrew Yang in her home state of California. Wow. In December 2019, prompting her to drop out while seeming to blame Democrat voters for misogyny and racism. That's what caused her to have to leave. <laughs> it's the misogyny yeah. and the racism. She's a woman, and she's black, and so people just didn't like her because of that. Well, they finally let her go somewhere, though. Um, she's over in France now. Yeah, it's a good place Hanging for her. out there and <clears throat> doing good stuff. I mean, It's a good place for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she is doing really good stuff. Uh, she's doing... Like she's a French scientist or something. She was at some lab or something in Paris. I don't know. She tried to pull off an accent? I here? don't know what's some happening kind? here. What? Uh, check this out. With us in government, we campaign with the plan. <laughs> uppercase T, uppercase P. The plan. And then the environment is such that we're expected to defend the plan. Well, got it. Even when the first time we roll it out, there may be some glitches and it's time to reevaluate and then do it again. What? I don't know what that was. No, nobody knows what that was, quite honestly. The woman in the lab coat's looking around at like, well, 
what are we missing here? Yeah. What, what is she doing? Why she, Anybody know what she's doing? Yeah, she's impersonating uh, the little midget from uh, Fantasy Island. Yeah. The plan, boss. Is that what it is? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> the plan, You're, boss. The plan. <laughs> your guess is as good as anyone's, man. She's just an embarrassment all around. Mm. Wow. Yeah, maybe that's what that was. Hervé Villachez. Mm. From, uh... What's his name? Tattoo? Yeah. That's his little character's name? Yeah. I liked that show for like five minutes when I was a kid. <laughs> Great our guest, Tattoo. The plane, boss! The plane! <laughs> you, the plane! Do you remember when Friday nights were like, that was good TV, man. Good TV. Yeah, it was. And yeah. Now it's like a wasteland, Fantasy right? Island, Love Boat. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. other stuff that I can't remember. And I just remember stuff. I loved it. Hold on, was, um... Was Mama's Family on Friday nights? That was good. I don't know, but oh, I was not a big fan of Mama's Family. Really? You didn't like that? <laughs> no. Was it, what was her name? Vicki Lawrence? Dressed up as an old woman? Uh, did wow. I get that right? Uh, I'm yes. testing my like eight-year-old memory here. I think you did. Yeah, All I think right. you did get it right. Mama's Family was we had, atrocious. We had Silver Spoons, right? Mm, and, which I also um, hated. And um, mm-hmm. uh, what you talking about, Willis Show? Um, different strokes. Different strokes. I mean, Friday nights were mm-hmm. awesome, man. And then Urkel mm-hmm. came into the picture Oof. later on. You know, like ten, twelve years later. Yeah, no, thank you on any yeah. of that. Now it's mm-hmm. now I don't even know what's on Friday nights. No idea. Yeah, I have no. Yeah. Nobody knows because nobody watches it. <laughs> it's not good anymore. No, it's not and Love Boat. We watch streaming instead. Yeah, we watch whatever whatever we please, whatever we please. So we don't have to be. We don't have to be held hostage yeah. at the TV at a certain time of day or night. No rules. Yeah. It's kind of, it's amazing, isn't it? It sure is. Seriously, when you stop and think about it. My wife used to say, well, I like I like it when we're watching with everybody else. <laughs> you don't even know them. You don't <laughs> you like it when you're watching with everybody else. You can't see what they're doing. Right, right. right. Well, hold on. <laughs> Who is she going to share this experience with? Is it is it when she hangs out with you at the drugstore? Because she knows you're going to talk about last night's Urkel at the CVS <laughs> checkout, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously, like, who do you want to talk to uh, about that yeah. on this show? Uh, <laughs> we have a Jeffy to ruin everything for us since he watches everything the second it comes out. Mm-hmm. Jeffy and between Jeffy and Glenn, wow. you don't have to watch anything. That's right. Uh, see, uh, the USA Today Suffolk poll had some other disturbing numbers for Biden-Harris. Uh-oh. Consider the answers to the question, what is the one thing Americans want President Biden to do in the next year? Uh, resign, retire, quit. 20%. Uh, something about the economy or jobs, 11%. Unite, help the country unite, 8%. Immigration border control, 8%. COVID mandates, uh, 6%. Infrastructure bills, 5%. Do something about inflation, only 4%. Want them to health care, 3%. Again, Climate change is always at the bottom of these lists. It's tied for last. Climate change, environment, 3%. Bipartisanship, 3%. <laughs> wow. Wait, so we at don't the, even need them to get along. Right. We need them to do the right stuff. The number one answer is they want him to quit or resign. He got to go! <laughs> I like it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, let's... Yeah. That would be nice. That would be really nice, in fact. Jeez. Uh, also, Barack Obama was is in uh, Scotland and got a little confused uh, between Scotland and Ireland. 
it huh. seems. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, not him. He's perfect. Yes, complex I know. and this important has never huh? happened all at once. Since we're in the Emerald Isles here, let me quote the bard, <laughs> William Shakespeare. <laughs> no, you're not in the Emerald Isles. What it's... wound, he writes. All right. Yeah, okay. Did ever heal he thinks but he's by degrees? Agree. What wound? Ever heal? Our planet has been wounded. Yeah, has it? By our actions. Oh. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Needs another good one. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, uh, since we're in the Emerald Isle, let me quote Shakespeare. And, you know, then there's... Oh, baby, see, the sun's coming out. I can feel it. I don't think that happened in Ireland. Yeah. Or did it? Yeah. It was on It yeah. was on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, he was about to get into the was, beast there or something. Yeah, and he was in Ireland. Yeah, that's right. And that was his attempt at, at an Irish accent. What oh, these people it? are just the worst. What? They're absolutely... You got the fake Irish accent. You got Kamala doing... Who the sun is out. What? In France, mm-hmm. you got Hillary at black churches trying to sound black or something. I don't know. Why do they do this? I don't know. Pander a little more, please. So bad. So bad. So bad. Speaking of the Emerald Isle, uh, we're going to have Jonathan Dunn joining us today. Oh, yeah. At, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the last segment for the show, uh, Jonathan Dunn will be here. Uh, he'll be joining us. Still trying to get into the United States, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he might have some news on that front. I don't know if he's... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Freedom's Disciple uh, is a podcast uh, that he hosts on the Blaze Network. So uh, check that out. Good guy, Jonathan. By the way, it's Veterans Day today as well. Happy Veterans Day. If you're a veteran, thank you so much for your service. We appreciate everything you've done. Um, The big deal yesterday was really the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Mm -hmm. Quite a few things happened with with the trial. Uh, first of all, pretty much everybody, uh, I think, is in agreement that the prosecution did a really crappy job. I mean, every. I mean, they basically proved uh, what he's been saying is that it was in self-defense. So uh, a witness told the prosecution that they asked him to change his statement to this police. Is- this is like out of a TV show, man. So the prosecution asked him to change his statement. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, also, prosecution questioned Rittenhouse and, well, and his silence well, after he was picked up by the police. Well, let's, you want to do clip one there uh, about the change in the story? These are all yeah. in order here. Let's all right. do that one, Rob. I don't know the date off the top of my head, um, but I was called down to the district attorney's office. Um, I met with Mr. Binger and... I don't remember his name. The individual who's in the blue. Um, and we were. I was called into a, a room, sat at a table, um, handed my police statement, um, got to read over my police statement, and then I was asked if I would like to add anything um, to the police statement, and I said I would not. Uh, Mr. Binger pulled out a cell phone and showed me a video and also a photo which was actually one photo that I brought today and asked me to if I knew who a gentleman was in that photo and I said I did not and he asked me to uh, he, um, he said this is uh, Joshua Zeminski um, 
I, he, Mr. Binger, also has a case with him, and I am subpoenaed for that case also. And hmm. he says, well, that's who that is. He put the phone down. He picked the phone back up and says, who is this? And I confusingly said, like, Joshua Zeminski. And he's like, would you like to add that to your statement? And I just felt, <laughs> uh, no, I didn't want to change my statement. Okay. And as a result, what did you do? Um, I hired an attorney. And that's Mr. Rose? Yes. I have nothing further. Mr. De Bruin, you said there was a lot of tension in the room when you <laughs> met with me and Mr. Binger and Ms. Beasy? Yes. Is it fair to say that you were very nervous? Yeah, absolutely. And we did have you read over your statement, right? Correct. And we asked if you knew anything beyond that statement. Correct. We didn't ask you to change it. You, yes, you did. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oopsie daisies. I mean, there are there are. Some, Why do they keep doing this? I mean, there are some absolutes in this world, Pat. There's death taxes. Uh, everyone agrees that Joe Biden screwed up Afghanistan, and everyone agrees that the prosecution in the Rittenhouse case is maybe absolutely, the worst of all time. They're horrific. They're yeah. so bad, and, and we're just getting started. This we haven't guy should even be gotten... disbarred, man. I'm. I think. I think Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense, but this prosecution has been so bad that they should not be lawyers. Uh-huh. They should not be lawyers. Yeah, yeah. And so like the next clip is Holy where cow. is where the judge starts to go off on on the defense on the prosecution and um and he steps in here because uh, this is Ah, uh, this is interesting. This is kind of self-explanatory. Check this out. You need to account for this. Your Honor, I don't want to. I don't want to jury here. He's commenting on my client's right to remain silent. You want to pause it for a second here? Yeah. So, so, so the prosecution is like, you know, questioning why would you be silent after the police picked you up? Well, I mean, that's your right. Mm -hmm. And then the judge, mm -hmm. obviously, this is where he steps in. Point that after hearing everything in the case, now he's tailoring his story to what has already been introduced. That the is problem the is, this is a grave constitutional violation for you to talk about the defendant's silence. And that is, and, and, the, and you're right, you're right on the, you're right on the borderline. <laughs> and you may, you may be over, but uh, it better stop. Understood. This is, I can't think of the case that, Initial case on it, but it's uh, this is not permitted. All right. Uh. Okay. So so then 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 he has the jury leave the room so that he can talk to has more to say with them not present. Why would you think that that made it okay for you without any advance notice to bring this matter before the jury? You are already you were I, I was astonished. <laughs> when you began your examination by commenting on the defendant's post-arrest silence. That's basic law. It's been basic law in this country for 40 years, 50 years. I have no idea why you would do something like that. And it gives, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so I don't know what you're up to. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Uh, it's been basic law for longer than that. He must be, be talking about Mirandizing people. Yes. Yeah, did that start in what? Uh, 50, 60, 60, 1960, something. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> interesting. <laughs> what? 
I mean, everybody in this trial is uh, unusual, to say the least, I would say. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse also broke down on the stand. LeBron James wasn't convinced. Here's Rittenhouse. As um, as I'm walking, as I as I'm walking towards to put out the fire, I drop the fire extinguisher and, and I, I take a step back. Okay. When you step back from Mr. Zeminski, what's your plan? My plan is to get out of that situation and go back north down Sheridan Road to where um, the car source lot number two was. And did you get back? Were you able to go in a northerly direction? I, I wasn't. Describe what happens. I, once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side, um, and I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski, and there were <laughs> there were three people right there. And LeBron James uh, mocked him, mocked him with this. What tears? I didn't see, I didn't see one. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking into court. Oh my gosh. He's with, a real piece of work. With, with Isn't he great? Laughing emojis. It's and great. of course, people responded with, you know, images of LeBron crying on the court. Good really? Stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, he got it. Oh, oh he I just love got it. it. Um, Good. It, it, that's a Good. kid, by the way, that we're watching up there. Yeah. It, yeah. He was uh, 17 when this mm-hmm. happened. It's probably 18 now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I can't imagine what he's going to LeBron through. James is a douchebag. Oh, absolutely. He's a douchebag. Uh, in every sense of the word. Uh, the prosecuting attorney tried then to um, make <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse look bad for putting out a fire. Yeah. I don't I don't believe so. But you decided you needed to run because of the fire on the Duramax? Yes. Why? What was so urgent? It was a fire. <laughs> fire was all over the place. So a fire? Fire's all over the place. So. I was getting to the fire to put it out. We'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> it's right. just the worst. It's like a comedy really show, bad. man. Really These guys bad. are so bad at Why would you job? put out a fire? There's fires all over the place. Let the place burn down. Why didn't you let Kenosha burn to the ground? <laughs> weird. Good answer, though. It's really weird. Because there's a fire? Because there's a fire. Hello? It burns things? Uh, then the judge's ring ringer went off on his phone, <laughs> and uh, it <laughs> sounded a little something Oh no! like this. Uh the actions that I had talked about <laughs> were done in bad faith. <laughs> I, think- yeah, I mean, everybody in this trial looks bad. <laughs> except the defense attorney, maybe. <laughs> yeah. okay. So that's uh, Pathead uh, Wellsy85. Yeah, good question. Wanted to know if um, his ringer is still going is off. Is the judge's ringer Corby, still going Is on? it still happening? We know. The- yeah, okay, it's and still going on. pick up the phone, Judge! 
<laughs> I, <laughs> this is uh, been an interesting trial. <clears throat> sure has. Uh, I mean, the kid. If you can't, I guess the the uh, the defense asked for a mistrial already because yeah. of all the things that that happened yesterday, and the judge about tore the prosecution's head off at one right, point. Right, right. And the left on social media, after hearing the ringtone, now want the judge they want kicked him dismissed. Off the, I mean, it's a madness. Because how dare he have right. a patriotic that's tune a, for a ringtone? That's precisely their argument. I know <laughs> it's a patriotic. I know. Ringtone. So that means what? The, because he's a patriot, he can't be a judge? That's so weird. God, that is so bizarre. The left in this country is just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson seemed to sum things up nicely <laughs> uh, for us last night. Trial confirmed exactly what happened. And here are the facts of it. Okay. A convicted child rapist called Joseph Rosenbaum <laughs> was released from a mental mm. hospital and then went directly to join the mob that was burning downtown Kenosha. Mm. Once he got to the riot, Rosenbaum saw Kyle Rittenhouse and immediately threatened to kill him. Rosenbaum then chased Rittenhouse and tried to pull the gun from his hands. When he did that, Kyle Rittenhouse shot him. So Joseph Rosenbaum died as he had lived, trying to touch an unwilling minor. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh wee. Well done, Tucker. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's a strong statement. Uh, wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. If you're a dog owner, you know that taking t- care of your pet means more than just giving them food and water. Your dog is part of your family, and you really want them to be healthy and happy. That's why we've been telling about Rough Greens for so long now. Uh, Rough Greens actually changed my dog Belle. She's she loves it. In the first of all, she loves it. Secondly, uh, it I think it really has made her a lot like she was when she was a puppy. Much more active and frisky again. This is a supplement that you sprinkle on top of your dog's dry kibble food, and it puts back into the food the vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants, all of that stuff that is missing in your dog's food because it's been sterilized to last on the store shelves. Um, Most dogs go nuts for this stuff, but there are some who are a little more finicky and maybe don't like it, so you want to find out which your dog is going to be in the first place. And that's why Rough Greens will send you just a small bag to try out for your dog, and you can can see if your dog likes it before you jump in with both feet and buy the bigger bag. So go to roughgreens.com and give it a try. All you have to pay for is shipping. Roughgreens.com. Uh, slash pad. Go there today. Roughgreens.com slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got some uh, COP26. That's the... uh, Climate change. I don't know what COP stands for. Climate. You know, uh, I've never even looked that up. Climate of people. 26. <laughs> uh, chief of police. It's chief, chief of police. Of police 26. 26. <laughs> it's a weird name considering I thought they were there to save no, the it's, world. It's not really chief of police, is it? What is <laughs> no, it? I don't know. I, I wouldn't the, know what these people I don't are. know. Uh, anyway, China and, U- and the U.S. have agreed to enhance climate ambition. Hmm. Conference of the parties. Conference. 
of the parties involved in France, the, the that whole thing, mm-hmm. the Paris agreements. Is that what it was? I don't know. No, just, sure. I, I'd have no idea who the parties are. Just whoever gets invited. If you get an invitation to cop, then you're a party. <laughs> okay. It's invited. So they're going to do more to cut emissions uh, this decade. China and the United States agreed yesterday to enhance ambition on climate change, issuing a joint statement in which both countries agreed to do more to cut emissions, uh, in which China committed for the first time to address emissions from methane. Oh. The agreement, however, did not extract any new pledges from China to peak its emissions earlier than it's already promised or to set a new level of how high emissions will rise before peaking. China and the U.S. are, of course, the biggest emitters of greenhouse gases. Ah, that's great. So, you know China is going to follow through. You know that's going to happen. And if we have a change in leadership in 2024 that is a republican i doubt we'll be following through either but it doesn't matter because even the changes that they agreed to in paris aren't going to do anything which has pretty much been admitted by every single climate goofball around that yeah but it's symbolic yeah they're symbolic that's a an agreement that that symbolizes doing something oh Okay, well, that's that's really substantive. Thank you for that. Uh, it's that's what that's what Greta crazy. calls blah blah blah, right? Yes, got to do something. Blah blah blah. And she then she said something like "f climate change," which is exactly how I feel about that whole thing. Oh yeah. So I think we're together on this finally. Uh, All right, yeah. common ground. Yeah, Greta and I are are together <clears throat> on climate change. <laughs> she's it's a little different for her though she just believes that everybody's just paying lip service to it i believe we don't need to even do that so yeah there's a little bit of a difference there uh but do you know this you know this that climate change affects women um i'm sorry more than men right you know that or any of the other genders any of the other 95 genders uh it among all of the genders on this planet, women are affected the most. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, check this out. Okay. <clears throat> Cut 10. Climate change affecting women. So let's break it down. And I guess, you know, in some cases it may be obvious. You talk about if you lose your house, um, then it's clear that there would be a health impact associated with it. Probably many. Probably so many that you mm. don't even really sort of categorize them. Probably. So I'll ask you more specifically, okay. you know, what sort of health impacts are researchers seeing when it comes to women and their fetuses and, you know, these envir- these varying, changing, I- extreme environmental conditions? Fetuses. Feti? Should it be feti? And it's it's two major factors, Anne-Marie. It's air quality and it's extreme heat. So extreme heat is a little more obvious, right? As it gets more warmer more often, all of us are under more stress. But pregnant women, again, it it can cause more Mm -hmm. stress. It can lead to uh, 
heat. extreme heat for a pregnant woman Sweating. can lead to anything Sweating. from dizziness right. to Ooh. cardiac arrest, which obviously cardiac arrest. is detrimental for the mother and the fetus. Now, yeah, that would be cardiac arrest is detrimental. Think about things in like smog. Yeah. Think about breathing in the air from a wildfire. Mm-hmm. There are even things called fine particulate matter, which is basically pollutants in the air, microscopic that that uh, you cannot see that sure. all of us are breathing in, mm-hmm. but really affects pregnant women. Pregnant women because uh, when when all of us breathe in fine air particles, mm-hmm. it can seep deep into our lungs. Whoa. So for oh, a pregnant wow. woman, but that not, means not it for can men. can't seep deep res- into men's lungs. Issues or pulmonary issues, stressing a baby. Uh-huh. Whoa, now but it's also, a baby, This Pat. is really the crucial thing. Oh, wow. These, these, uh, it graduated from a fetus into a placenta. It grew. And when that happens, uh, there's more <laughs> blood rushing to a placenta, rushing to a mother's placenta. heart as well. Yeah. And that can and that, stress a baby. Sure. Uh, and wow. these placenta issues, researchers have found... Twice lead called, to called it a baby of stillborns, yeah. of oh. low birth weight, and you of premature births. And uh, he, doctors and you care know about that? that all three, uh, huh. that all, all of those things yeah. uh, can lead to lifelong issues, mm-hmm. lifelong issues for a mother, and lifelong issues for a baby. Well, that's uh, fascinating. So this is the yeah. connection so heat, uh, between fire, climate heat, health smoke, risks, uh-huh. mothers, Placenta. and Those are bad things. Yep. That's that's the cycle. but going up there with uh, a, a vacuum cleaner Correct. essentially and sucking the Not an feti issue. out of the womb. No, that doesn't hurt anything. No, that's perfectly fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> but remember, heat causes fire, causes smoke, causes placenta invasion, uh-huh. placenta yep. invasion, yep. and then the particulates. particulates. Don't forget the particulates that go deep into a woman's lungs. So, but are women the only ones that can get pregnant? Though I feel like that's a little exclusionary by the wow, that's CBS a, News. Another team. good point right there. Hmm. Yeah, that was a phew, wow. Pat Gray, welcome, unleashed. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got some tweets. Uh, Nancy's privileged bird bath scrubber tweets. Uh, <laughs> I think the cackle is the main reason for Kamala's low approval rating. Uh, from <laughs> Prescription Medicus, I guess it's what they mean by RX, right? Uh, RX Medicus, when I hear Kamala is at 28%, I'm guessing they used Common Core Math, which means the actual number is probably 10%. Yeah. Mm hmm. Right. Hippie Patriot tweets, never forget that when the political left and the media watched rioters burn cities uh, across America to the ground, it was a teenager who defended himself that they decided to convict as a domestic terrorist in the courtroom of public opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, quiet Storm, have they mixed up Sleepy Joe's and Kamala's meds? That's why she was doing the... Uh, uh, the plan B or <laughs> yeah. whatever it was that okay. she was doing there. Uh, Jimmy Dimples tweets, maybe the Rittenhouse prosecution is shooting for a mistrial so they can start all over again. They most likely can't do much worse. Uh, if they if a mistrial is declared in Wisconsin, he can't be tried again. And I don't know if that's on this specific case or if that's in general. Well, uh, but he can't. I read yesterday that if there's a mistrial declared in this, they can't try him again with prejudice, right? right? I don't know. I think it has to I'm be. I'm not sure. I didn't say that in mm. the article I read, but that might be. I don't know. 
Is that what you read, that it's with prejudice? Yeah. yeah. And, and what does that mean, with prejudice? It means that they really screwed it up. Okay. No, as opposed to just, all right, let's start over. Yeah. From Carl Smith, wow, is LeBron James bucking for a spot on the Kyle Rittenhouse prosecution team? Oh, he fit right in, right? Well, the guy's white. That's why, uh, I mean, ugh. you know, if this, if this was, uh, and by the way, nobody who was shot was black. Correct. So I'm surprised he's even paying any attention to this trial. Uh, <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, because he doesn't seem to comment on you know things that happen to white people. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, so I guess what burn the city down is that the side LeBron is? I, I don't understand. Okay, maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe because isn't that what was happening at the time? Yeah, um, cities were being burned to the ground. Lit lit Kyle die. <clears throat> I mean I don't know what. What, mm-hmm. what the other side is here. We were also uh, talking about the climate change situation. We got yeah. COP26, which is uh, committee wait committee well, of countries parties. of wait, I've already party. forgotten. But I don't know. Uh, tab was not closed. Uh, Conference of the parties. Conference of the parties. How right. dumb is that? How pretentious is that? Pathetic. Um, so anyway, this this thing is so out of control that a Canadian doctor has diagnosed a woman in British Columbia with climate change after breathing problems during the summer of heat waves and wildfires. Mm-hmm. She came down with climate change. Huh. Okay. Are you kidding me? This is me? not the Babylon Bee, by the way. Are you? Uh, t- no, th- this is... The temperature's gone up 0.9 degrees. 0.9 degrees. And they act as if that is somehow catastrophic. It's been hotter than this, much hotter than this on this planet. And long before humans had anything to do with it, it'll probably be hotter than this again sometime down the road. And it'll get colder than this because it's cyclical. It, we, have these, we have these occasional swings in temperature. And... Climate change is not a disease you can come down with. Yeah, here's the doctor that you're you're talking about. Yeah, he's it, what twelve. It's a Doogie Hauser, MD, mm-hmm. making uh, this uh, uh, diagnosis here on this lady. But no, this is a real story. I mean, this is ridiculous. Canadian doctor uh, diagnosed her after she came to the hospital with breathing problems. Doctor Kyle Merritt came to the unprecedented conclusion <laughs> after finding that a recent heat wave and poor air quality in Nelson, British Columbia, contributed to the 70-year-old's deteriorating health. Mm-hmm. Comes as a doctor and his colleagues working in the emergency department at Kootenai Lake Hospital were faced with rising patient numbers in June and as a result of the province's worst weather conditions in years. Yeah. Okay. See, they had that heat yeah, wave we, we talked about. <clears throat> that supposedly got to 121, right? Mm-hmm. Which is amazing for Which Canada. Which apparently stuff just starts spontaneously combusting and, and causes fires and then the particulates that we've already discussed. Uh, British Columbia was hit the, uh, by the hottest and most deadly heat wave in the country's history. This was closely followed by wildfires that left behind a thick smoke across the province. He told uh, Glacier Media, she has diabetes, she has some heart failure, she lives in a trailer, no air conditioning. Oof. All of her health problems have been worsened, and she's really struggling to stay hydrated. Doesn't sound like climate change to me. No, because climate change, dude. You you didn't read the rest of it, because climate change. In what's thought to be the world's first, after assessing the underlying cause, he wrote on a patient chart, climate change. What a loser. You are a loser, doctor.
if we're not looking at the underlying cause and we're just treating the symptoms, we're just going to keep falling further and further behind, he said. And look at he's look at all the attention he's getting. He loves this. Mm-hmm. So now watch the climate change diagnosis to spread like wildfire all across this planet of ours. You know what's going to happen? <sighs> My gosh, what a world! I <clears throat> please stop talking. Now what? <laughs> it's it's asinine. I can't. It's just asinine. Why? Why are these? Uh, the guy got a medical degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. And did you hear the diagnosis? It 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 was. There was nothing in there that sounded medical at all. Right. Other than unless you wanted to diagnose her with something else, because he did go through her health history sucking. Well, yeah, diabetes and all right? kind, and heart problems. I, of course, it's something else. Right? It's not climate change. Bro. Asinine. Yesterday, the minister from Tuvalu oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. standing in water <clears throat> while announcing yeah, that uh, climate change was, was really good. Killing his we are living island. The reality he was he was speaking from his home country to the conference of the parties. Twenty six. We cannot wait for speeches when the sea is rising around us all the time. Mm. Yeah, look at this. Look at how bad you're gonna. You're about to see it. You're gonna be. Try not to gasp <laughs> when you, when the camera pans out. This is out. dramatic. Try not. No! Oh, oh no! I failed. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I heard your gasp. Oh, yeah. my. Look at that. He's in downtown Tuvalu right now. Wow. And all the buildings are underwater. The parking lots are underwater. Everything. The buildings, the houses, the restaurants, the gas stations, everything is underwater. So two years ago, roughly, that was Main Street? Main Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. And now it's, now it's up to his knees, water. Yep. Uh, Pathead Aaron, is it Sweden? Yeah. Uh, found this from 2018. Sinking Pacific nation <laughs> is getting bigger. Yeah, it's sinking in quotes, by the way, in this story. Sinking Pacific nation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tuvalu, long seen as a prime candidate to disappear as climate change forces up sea levels, uh-huh. is actually growing in size. So the land area yeah. is growing. Right. It's, it's not lessening. It's not decreasing here. But dude was just standing in, in the water yeah, that was downtown. When, when you're an island, there's plenty of water for you to walk out in and put a podium down in front of you. And yeah, you <laughs> you could do it uh, in water if you wanted to. I'm telling you, you know that was during high tide. Stupid. Uh, University of Auckland study examined changes in the geography of Tuvalu's nine atolls and 101 reef islands. Okay, so we studied it. Okay, what did Between we find? 71 and 2014. Oh, wow. It found eight of the atolls and almost three quarters of the islands grew during the study period, <laughs> lifting Tuvalu's total land area by 2.9%. I'm sorry? Well, it's up almost 3%. But... But guy was on Main but, Street. Right. Yeah, he was in the water. He was in downtown Tuvalu. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Paul, uh, uh, but again, this was from 2018. So maybe in the last three oh, years. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Co author Paul Ketch said the research published uh, Friday in the journal Na- Nature Communications challenged the assumption that low lying islands would be swamped as seas rise. Boom, boom, boom. We tend to think of Pacific atolls as static landforms that will simply be inundated as sea levels rise. But there's growing evidence that these islands are geologically dynamic <laughs> and are constantly changing. What? No. On the on this earth, things are changing? What? 
The study findings may seem counterintuitive, given that the sea level has been rising in the region over the past half century, but the dominant mode of change over that time on Tuvalu has been expansion, not erosion. <clears throat> How many times do we see stories like this? Yeah. Over and over and over again. So I guess I guess Obama actually did get the sea levels to stop rising. That's yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> thankfully. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, because they were they were in grave danger of disappearing completely as an island nation. Goodness, we had sinking Obama, right underwater. Right? Has that happened to any island? I mean, we've been hearing about this for so long. These islands are going to completely disappear, swallowed up by water. Name one that that's happened to. Name one that we haven't blown up in an atomic blast. Oh, uh, I mean, oh, well, now they okay. say that. Qualifier. Because <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that every once in a while. Um, but name one that has just been swallowed up by the sea all of a sudden. It just, I don't know that that's ever happened in our lifetimes. Well, and then, and then if it does happen, then there's other places like this that show, because the earth is ever-changing. Yeah. That, uh, you know, it balances out. Very true. All right. Let me tell you about Birch Gold Group. Uh, inflation's already running hot right at the highs of the last couple of decades. In fact, 30-year highs right now. And now the Democrats are pushing through. Well, they just passed the uh, massive infrastructure thing. And then they're going to probably pass the other one next week or very soon. Now, if you think money grows on trees like our government does, then, you know, just keep living your life the way you have. I'm sure it'll be all great. Everything will be fine. But if you're freaked out about the impact this additional spending is going to have on already high inflation, then protect your savings now. Diversify them into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold Group is a company I recommend for precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. And right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. Uh, to get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free kit from Birch Gold by texting the word PAT to 989-898. Text PAT to 989-898. It's a comprehensive 20-page kit that will reveal how gold and silver can protect your savings. There is zero cost, zero obligation uh, to request this information, so why wait? Just text PAT to the number 989-898. Again, request the info kit on gold, texting PAT to 989-898. Wait, Pat, I found I found an island that actually vanished. Okay. Recently. Um, it was in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it was this remote island, eleven acres big, and it did vanish. Um when a hurricane came through. Oh okay. because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. You see, it's called weather and things like that. It did wipe out the island entirely. Yeah, it did, actually, yeah. But it wasn't from, you know, climate change and global warming and rising sea levels. Hurricane. It was it was hurricane damage. And it was Hawaii. Eleven acres. Eleven acres long. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, let's go to Tanner in, in Montana. Hey, Tanner, you're on the blaze. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. 
Um, I wanted to talk to us about something I think is going a little bit under the radar with this whole vaccine mandate thing. All right. Uh, I work at a hospital and our CEO had a meeting with, uh, with everyone yesterday. And I learned that hospitals um, will not be able to do, employees won't be able to do the weekly testing option. So basically it's get the vaccine, get a religious exemption or a medical or exemption gone. or be forced out of work. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we're, we're under different rules with the uh, CMS, you know, Medicare, Medicaid, anybody who accepts those payments has to comply or they won't be able to operate. So it's, it's different than the OSHA ruling that the, that was you know put on hold by the, the federal judge. So it's, I think there's going to be huge repercussions from this. I mean, we're already operating at thin margins with our staffing and, you know, we have people from national guard from other, you know, our forces or other branches of the military that are in there helping us, um, you know, tons of traveling nurses to fill in uh, nurses that have just left. And so you, you think of like, if there's 10% of the workforce that can't work because of these, this mandate or that won't work, mm-hmm. how is that going to affect our healthcare? Yeah, it's going to be bad. Huge. It's going to be bad. Like walkouts, protests all over the country from this. And there's going to be another healthcare crisis with it. Are you vaccinated? I am. I actually called you a few months ago because I had a breakthrough case of uh, with Moderna. So uh, it's uh, so, yeah, so you've I been vaccinated. Then the you got vaccinated. Then you got COVID. Uh, yep. And so now hopefully you have natural and the vaccine immunity. Hopefully, uh, I would hope so. Yeah. 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 So maybe you don't get it again. Uh, all right. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Tanner. Uh, Feel your pain. That's just, uh, it's it's not going to be pretty when they start forcing, well, they've already started, but when they finish forcing everybody out who won't get vaccinated. And they're going to be sorry they've done this because it is going to hamper businesses all over the country. Uh, Dontel in New York. Hi, you're on the blaze. Oh, hi, Pat. Hi. I'm kind of nervous because... I'm really excited to talk to you, but I wanted to thank you for saving my life a few years ago. I was, uh, I gave up on life, and I tried to kill myself. I survived, and then later when I was going to make a second attempt, I uh, tried the Blaze trial, and I found your podcast, and it, uh, it was like I found my dad again before he was sick because you were just like him, your love of sports and your personality. And mm. I found happiness again through watching you. Um, wow. I'm trying to get emotional, but I, I fell in love with your podcast and, and who you were as a person. And I watched Pat and Stu. I went to sleep to your podcast and... Uh, you really did so much for me that I found God, became a, cons- a black conservative, and uh, in your podcast, and you mean a lot to me because uh, I was that day I found your podcast. I was going to try a second attempt. Wow! And and then because of you, I ended up getting over my problems, and I found God, and now I'm a lot better. Well, Dante, we're we are really glad to hear. Uh, that you're doing better. Um, I wanted to also... Um, hang on just one second. We're, we're coming up on a network break, so we'll have to uh, come back to you in a minute here. But uh, yeah, hang in there for just a second. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
for being here. 888 We're just talking with Dontel, who was um, uh, troubled, I guess, years ago. And uh, is has found some happiness and, and joy uh, in their life. And that's that's awesome. But we, we were going to come back, and I think Dontel had one more um, point to make, but dropped off. Maybe had to had to go. So uh, we wish Dontel the best, and, and thanks for thanks for sharing that story with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, um, Morgan Ortegas, who was a member of the Trump administration, uh, was on the View this week. Like I guess the token conservative, <laughs> you know, every day is gang up on the on the one conservative that we allowed to be on the show. Uh, just as our our punching bag, basically, and she was on on an interesting day when Adam Schiff showed up on the show, oh. and she had some questions for Adam Schiff. Oh, so I want to ask you about something that's in the news a lot right now. Um, you've been really prolific over the past few years, being the head of the Intel Committee, and you defended, promoted, you even read into the congressional record the Steele dossier. Um, and we know last week the main source of the dossier was indicted by the FBI for lying about most of the key claims in that dossier. Do you have any reflections on your role in promoting this to the American people? Good question. Well, first of all, hmm. whoever lied to the FBI or lied to Christopher Steele should be prosecuted, uh, and they are. Uh, and unlike in the Trump administration, if they're convicted, they should go to jail, not be pardoned. Uh, so Donald Trump pardoned Roger Stone for lying. He pardoned Michael Flynn for lying. Uh, if people lied to the FBI, they should go to jail. Um, but at the beginning of the Russian investigation, I said that any allegations should be investigated. We couldn't have known, for example, people were lying to Christopher Steele. So it was proper to investigate them. And let's not forget what we learned in that investigation. What did we learn? We Adam? learned that the Trump campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, mm -hmm. was giving internal polling data, campaign polling data, to Russian intelligence while Russian intelligence was helping the Trump and campaign. And to be clear, he was fired halfway through the campaign. Well, he may have been fired, yeah. but the, the effort to get Russian help continued and even beyond the effort to get Russian help. But you may have spread Russian disinformation get... yourself for years Thank by you. promoting this. I think that's right. what Republicans and what people who entrusted you as the mm. Intel Committee Chair are so <laughs> confused about your culpability in all of this. Well, I, I completely disagree with your premise. Uh, it's one thing to say allegations should be investigated, and they were. Mm -hmm. It's another to say that we should have foreseen in advance that some people were lying to Christopher Steele, which is impossible. Of course, everybody to do. knew. Pause but, it for a second. Let's not use that. He he's trying to get off the hook here, but everybody knew that 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 Steele dossier was garbage even back then. Uh, everybody knew where it came from. Everybody knew what the motivation was, and they knew it wasn't real. I mean, we've known that we've known that for years, and he's trying to hide behind the fact. Well, there's no way to tell. Really, <laughs> pathetic. All right, let's see the rest of this. Yeah, which is impossible, of course, to do. But but let's not use that as a smokescreen to somehow shield Donald Trump's culpability for. Inviting Russia to help them in the election, which they did, for trying to coerce Ukraine into helping mm. him in the next election, mm. which he did, uh, into uh, inciting it, an yes. insurrection, which he did. No, uh, none of that no, is undercut. None of that mm. serious misconduct is in any way diminished mm. by the fact that people lied to Christopher Steele. No, I think just your credibility is. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Zinger! Oh, I love that she got the last word in that. <laughs> uh, he is a snake in the grass. Oh, he's gross. Oh, man. Uh, there's not very many people I dislike more than Adam Schiff. But there's a few. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. A few. You said that with, with conviction. Like, mm-hmm. off the top of your head, you want to tell us uh, who you dislike more than Adam Schiff? Mm-hmm. Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Barack Obama? Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, just to name a couple. Uh, see, is there anybody? George Soros Nancy Pelosi, George Soros. Yeah, yeah there's a few. Uh-huh. There's a... Oh, AOC. AOC. Alan Omar. The whole squad. Let's just say the whole squad. Uh, but it's close. Yeah. It's close between the squad. Oh, and Dr. Adam Fauci. Schiff. Where's he on that list? Yeah, huh? Fauci is b- probably below. Think so? Adam Schiff for me. Just yeah. gut check. Stop. Hi. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of Trump, Howard Stern says he may have to do his civic duty and run against Trump in 2024. Oh, Says he beat him. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're clamoring for Howard so Stern to run for yeah. office. Uh, I think he maybe did his latest perm too tight, and it's affecting his brain. <laughs> I think that might might, be, might what be what's going on there. It yeah, is? Okay. yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs> Sixty-seven. Wow, Stern's sixty-seven years old. Mm. Said Tuesday uh, that he was shocked. His. Uh, he said that he was shocked his derogative comments about Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers were uh, were being... Uh, what is this? Hmm? He was shocked that oh, no. is this another Aaron Rodgers being... A, oh, a scumbag. Why, why Why did you take the letters out right. of scumbag? That's what... Yeah, so scumbag? New York... Scumbag? New York Post? That's how New York Post wrote that? Yeah, SC-dash-dash-bag. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Scum? <laughs> How is that? You can't write scumbag <laughs> in the Daily News? Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> that's what? your Whatever. Choice? You got really high standards right. at the New York Daily News. <laughs> I mean, wow. I never <laughs> knew that the New York Post was cleaner than my tweets, but okay. <laughs> All right. So Stern said, I think I'm going to run for president. Uh he is his of course robin quivers said uh uh that he must he must run you must you gotta run uh-huh if trump decided to run again you have to run against him uh-huh uh that's my plan that's what's going to have to happen we can't leave it to the democrats now stern kind of i guess he claims not to be republican or democrat he's independent mm. wink wink uh-huh <laughs> While he appears to recognize his lack of qualifications to govern the country, he seemed to like his chances winning. I know I'll beat his ass. Did they? Did they? They, did, they actually did take out one of the. S's. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I'll beat his scumbag. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no, Howard Stern would not beat Donald Trump. No, uh, that uh, that I have no doubt about. Yeah, I, this, I mean, I don't, think I don't know a question. that I don't know that anybody would beat Trump. I, you know, I think Trump would would massacre Biden at this point. I think Ron DeSantis would crush Biden at this point. Biden is just not well liked, and obviously, neither is Kamala, as we've said, as we've uh, read today, with her twenty eight percent approval rating. I think there's a really good chance. I mean, anything can happen between now and twenty twenty four. Right. Right. So but, we, but I think there's a great chance that the Republicans get back the White House. 
Hmm. But we agree that if Trump runs, Trump wins the nomination. No question. And at least, you know, if the playoffs were today type argument, mm-hmm. you're saying that Trump would beat Biden. And, yes, and handily. I, th- I think without much, much problem at all. He'd beat him handily. So how many, so do you <clears throat> think any Republican could beat Biden at this point? I think DeSantis could. Uh, yeah, I, you know, maybe even Ted Cruz. Mm. Maybe Cruz could. I don't know about Marco Rubio. He didn't do that well last time, so I don't know. Well, let's see. Didn't Rubio finish third? <clears throat> Cruz second? Is that my memory correct? And then Trump first? As far as the, I, I think that's right. Because yeah, it, feel, it feels be like right. Rubio yeah, hung on a little right. bit. And I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not going to make predictions, but... Uh, yeah, because, I mean, look what's happened in the last few years. We just can't... Who knows? I mean, I mean, everything is so haywire. But I just right wanted now. to hear you say that, and it makes me feel better that you think that yeah, any think. Republican basically could. And I and I do think that next year Republicans get back both both the con- both the House and the Senate. Yeah, what are the Republicans <clears throat> only need plus five? Is that right to take back the House? Is that accurate? Something like that. Yeah, it's not much. Yeah, it's not, not much, much turnover needed there. Yeah. But I do remember how the Senate doesn't line up well for republicans however that being said i noticed that fact as far as election cycles before the world came to an end under biden now it, mm-hmm. i don't think it really matters what what uh, seats line up for which party right yeah kind of all bets are off because <laughs> all hell has broken loose uh-huh. and he's trying to he is trying to make inflation out to be a really good thing <laughs> we've got this incredible inflation right now because uh, things are so good in America. That's why. That's why. I mean, what are you, stupid? You don't see that? And he does, by the way, believe we're stupid. He's twice said this week that Americans can't understand the supply chain problem. Uh, you know. What? They can't They can't get it. You know, they're just too... What? Yeah. He qualified it the first time he said it <clears throat> by saying... Even though they're smart, they can't. They don't. Nobody knows this supply chain situation. Oh no! I got to uh-huh. find that. Uh huh. And then he said it again. I believe yesterday, something close to it, that we just don't get it. Uh, and so he's trying desperately now to explain it. Do we have the? Do we have the the Biden explanation of what's going on so. with the economy? Mm-hmm. We don't have that. No. Oh, I thought I sent that in. Mm. Doesn't look like it though. Uh, dang it, because he was he was talking about how wages are up, so inflation has gone up, but it's a good thing because the wages have increased. And because of COVID-19, we don't have, we're spending our money in a lot of different ways. Oh, we'll find that. And that's why... This sounds good, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good, it's good stuff. And that's why the supply chain thing has happened, because we're getting all of these goods and services, all of these goods that Americans have ordered... And they're all coming in at once. I see. Because we're ordering so much. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll find that. And so it's just clogged up the system because everything's so good. <laughs> and then at the end, no. he actually says, and can you believe these high prices of gas? I Did you ever think you'd be paying this much for gas? Is this where he's like sitting at the Oval Office and stuff? And or no? Mm, I don't think he's okay. in the Oval right, Office. Right. I, I don't know. We'll find this. No, but yeah, I got well, I to send how that. How about in. those gas prices, huh? huh? Oh, Aren't I they got- high? Yeah. How high are they? Damn Russians. Oh, no. 
This, uh, that OPEC uh, thing, you know, we got to do something about that OPEC because I mean, uh, they're hurting us. Literally, everything is so terrible. It, 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 the only word that comes to mind is sabotage. Mm-hmm. It just, everything feels mm-hmm. intentional. How is it not? Because it does feel as you have said, what is it that you say over and over again? Because what it's completely accurate. What would you accurate. do differently? What would you do differently? If it was intentional. You'd, do, you'd follow exactly this game plan. Exactly. Gosh. And they're they're following it to perfection. Uh, all right, we're gonna look for that clip because you okay. you gotta hear it. Um, meantime, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. If you're selling your home, <clears throat> super stressful, and you gotta keep your house uh, spick and span, spotless uh, for you know who knows how long until you sell it at least, because people are gonna come tramping through it, and that's not really ideal when there's a pandemic going on. You don't want people trampling through your house all the time and touching things and all of that. So you need a realtor who's going to be able to sell it with their great marketing plans. Somebody who's got a great track record and who really knows the market and knows uh, the people who are buying homes and what they're looking for in a home so that they can advise you as to what to do with your home so that it sells quickly and for the most um, amount of money possible. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. In Britain, a soccer fan just went to jail over an anti-Semitic tweet. Hmm. Now, anti-Semitic tweets are despicable. They're not nice. I don't like them. But is that a jailable offense? Jail? Yeah. He's been sentenced to eight weeks in jail. Oh, God. For posting racist and anti-Semitic tweets. That's incredible. Wow. Again, this is the only kind of speech that needs to be protected. Because if you're just putting out happy thoughts all the time nobody's going to care that's fine nobody's going to challenge that they're not going to silence you over happy thoughts it's the difficult to defend things that really show you whether or not we have freedom nathan blag 21 pleaded guilty to seven counts of sending offensive messages between september 20th and february 2021 he sent offensive messages and is going to do time for that. Oh, this is this is a liberal's dream right here for America. Sure is. Oh, they want this to spread here, that's for sure. Blag thought hiding behind a screen could shield him from the consequences of posting <laughs> hateful and abusive content. That is absolutely not the case. According to the uh, Crown Prosecution Service, the CPS, <laughs> mm-hmm. which we all love. I'm, I'm pretty sure all of us love the CPS, right? Hate crime has a corrosive effect on our society, and working with the police, the CPS is committing committed to rooting it out. Hmm. All right. At the sentencing, the CPS applied for an increase in the sentence to reflect the racial hate crime, and the punishment was extended from five weeks to eight weeks. Hmm. Huh. Fans of Chelsea's local London rivals, uh, Tottenham Hotspur, which has, of course, a long his- historical association with Jewish supporters, as we all know. They were the targets of the tweets. So this is a soccer thing. You know, they're crazy over there with soccer. Probably more so than we are with football. 
I mean, they riot over it. It's it's ridiculous. But in his tweets, he used an upcoming match against Tottenham as an excuse for his anti-Semitism, <coughs> saying, I can tweet as much anti-Semitism as I want without being told off. No? Apparently you can't. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. Oh, my goodness. What is it Jim Rome used to call soccer is a, an excuse to riot. That's pretty accurate, I think. <laughs> and it is accurate. <laughs> oh, my I mean, goodness. they're nuts over there about soccer. Everywhere. <clears throat> Everywhere around the world. And now the guy's going to jail for it. Wow. Okay. That's ridiculous. But what do you want to bet that will start happening here uh, more and more? Yeah. And here's uh, just a little taste of this. Congress now is investigating the NFL over those Washington emails. You know, the ones that got Gruden into in such trouble? Oh, bring it on. The first volleys between the NFL and a congressional committee seeking to investigate the Washington football team emails that, that got Gruden fired, as well as other related documents, show that the congressional probe is likely to be a drawn-out affair. Oh, how wonderful. So... <laughs> What are you going to do when you find out that there's mean tweets being sent back and forth among these NFL uh, executives? Mean emails? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Not not tweets, but emails. So let's just... These are private. Yeah. Just a dangerous ground, right? Very. And uh, if a guy can lose his job... So, I mean, we're just one level behind Britain, right? Right. In other words, it's it's a public public tweet, get your jail time, Mm -hmm. right? Private Mm -hmm. email, lose your job. Yes, House Oversight and Reform Committee indicated last month that it intends to mount an investigation of the leaked emails that were part of the probe. Emails showed Gruden made racist and anti-gay comments and resulted in his resignation, of course. The committee on Friday called on the NFL to lift restrictions on people who might have information in the league's investigation of the workplace (laughs) culture at the team owned by Dan Snyder. Boy, they're, they're coming after him big time. They don't like him. They don't want him to own the team. And they're going to do everything they can to get him out. The league, meanwhile, said it responded to the committee's initial inquiry and that it did intend to cooperate. So you're going to turn over all of these NFL, all of these NFL emails among executives and coaches. Oh, this is going to get good. To Congress? Yeah. What business is it of theirs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to take the league down. That's what it's going to do. It could. Seriously. It, it really will. could. They will find somebody somewhere saying... Um, they didn't like the way that Colin Kaepernick looked at them, mm-hmm. and, and and then then it's going to branch off. How many different directions is this going to go? Oh boy, I hope it was worth it, Roger Goodell. I How hope many emails were there? Were there oh, oh tens six, of thousands, six hundred thousand or something? Oh, yeah, if I was. remember right, like six hundred in six hundred thousand emails, six hundred fifty thousand. You're going to find a lot more than John Gruden saying bad things. Oh yeah, you're going to find a lot worse than that. Oh, prepare yourself because this is going to destroy the NFL. It'll certainly bring down the Redskins organization. I'm sorry, Who's the that? Washington Football Team. Yeah, I didn't recognize. Is that an I, expansion team? What were you talking about? I don't know. It just I. Don't, that was a, ring a weird word to pop a, into my a blurtation, head. Blurtation, if you In, will. Blurtation, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's really weird. Whoa. I, this, okay. I mean, you know, part of me on this NFL email stuff mm-hmm. is, yeah, open them up. Let's see whatever. Let's see what you're saying. If you're going to go after one guy, 
Okay, well, let's, let's see it. Yeah, and the other part of me, the football fan, is like, no, 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 no. Let's yeah. not do that. And the Liberty guy is like, wait a minute, yeah. no. It would definitely they don't con- have any right to do that. Yeah, now Congress doesn't have a right to be involved yeah, here. What the hell is Congress getting <laughs> putting their fat face into this for? What business is it of yours? Even if there are hateful emails in it, so what? What does that have to do with Congress? Nothing. Nothing. Leave it alone, but they're not going to. Mm-mm. While Commissioner Roger Goodell has told the press that victims and witnesses are free to take their story public, he should uh, he should know how many of them don't have that option. If the NFL and the WFT are serious about addressing, among other things, sexual harassment within their organizations, they must allow these individuals to speak freely. So that's what the, I guess that's the ruse that they're looking for. We're looking for sexual harassment problems here with the Washington football team and others. And then, then what are you going to do? Yeah. When you find the hateful or the the nasty comments or the you know racist comments from anybody, what are you going to do then? Is everybody in the NFL going to lose their job? Maybe everyone's going to be forced to sell. Jeez. Right. Oh, we got to get this guy out. Oh, we got to get this owner out. Yep. And who's going to be left standing? <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. I don't know. If this goes forward and these emails are released, there's going to be a lot in the NFL that burns to the ground. Uh, that's for sure. That's for sure. So this will be fun to keep an eye on this. Uh, Congress loves to get into the sports world because then they can call a bunch of their heroes to sit down and testify before them, and then they'll all ask them for autographs (laughs) (laughs) before they sentence them to prison. Uh, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Coming up in a few minutes, we've, we're going to talk to uh, Jonathan Dunn from Ireland, uh, and also we want to get into the uh, Texas schools can again set their own face mask rules after a federal judge overruled Greg Abbott's ban. <clears throat> I wonder if he'll do like the Biden administration. Oh yeah, and just ignore the court ruling. Okay. <laughs> That's how yeah. we do things now. Yeah. You just keep going with your uh, no bans and uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about what the court said. Hmm. Let them enforce it if they can. <laughs> Andrew Jackson. Uh, also, Moderna is about to test COVID-19 vaccines. This enrages me. On infants as young as six months old. I mean, absolutely What could go me. wrong? Why, Keith? What could go wrong? Uh, nothing could go wrong here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's what's safe this? and effective. What's this What's this headline uh, from NBC News, Rob? You have this from May 10th, 2017, with the headline, New drugs found to cause side effects years after approval. Oh, after approval. Years after approval. Yeah, but that, that can't happen here because no, these, these... These are magic. These <laughs> They're magic yeah. drugs that are safe and effective. Mm-hmm. Stop sacrificing your kids. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, President Braindead had quite a moment yesterday. Jeez. Uh, it kind of works, actually. Yeah. Biden, Braindead. That, yeah. I like the, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, alliteration there. <laughs> He had an amazing explanation for why there's the shortages that there are. Because oh. we can't understand it, and so he needs to explain it to us. Okay. Please explain it. 
because you're so brilliant and we all know how sharp you are. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's like a genius. Yes, he is. Yes. And so he had to condescend to our level a little bit and tell us what's going on. Okay. And the irony is people have more money now. Oh. Because of the first major piece of legislation. What? I'm sorry, what? What did he say? Because of the first... I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. All right. What was that again? It's because of the first... So you can't follow along. He needs to explain it to you. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. And the irony is, people have more money now. I see. Because okay. of the first lay, may, major piece of legislation. Let's <laughs> you all got checks for fourteen hundred dollars. You got you checks that? for a whole I, range of things. I didn't get checks. If you're a mom and you have kids under the age of seven, right. you're getting three hundred bucks a, a month. Uh-huh. And if it's over th- th- over seven to seventeen, you're getting three hundred sixty dollars a month, like hmm. wealthy people used to do when they get back tax returns. It changed oh, people's oh. lives. Yeah. But oh. what happens yeah. if there's nothing to buy, you got more money, you compete for get, getting it there, it's, it creates a real problem. Okay, so $300 a month changed people's lives. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. How did it come into that windfall? Like rich people used to get with yeah. tax returns. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh, it's stop. unbelievable. Unbelievable. You feel like a rich person with that extra 300 a month? Yeah, and I also feel dumber after <laughs> having this, this crap. I know. This is amazing. So on the one hand, we're facing new disruptions to our supplies. Oh. At the same uh-huh. time, we're also experiencing higher demand for goods because mm. wages because are up. Wages as are well up. As, as well as people have money in the bank. Oh. And because of the strength of our economic recovery, American families have been able to buy more products. Because of the strength of the american recovery we're able to buy more products so it's really us it's because we're buying so much junk <laughs> we are buying so much stuff i don't even need stuff and i i go on amazon every day yeah. and i just close my eyes and point to something and then order it wow yeah because i don't need anything more i've got everything and i just keep ordering more because you know what it's Weird. fun it's just fun to That's order weird more. That you do that. Yeah. Close my eyes, huh. go to a website, point at it, and I say, send it to me. Send it. I don't care what the do price is. Do you ever end is. up with anything weird? Uh, all the time. Like doilies? And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And like potted plants that you have uh-huh. no interest in whatsoever. That's yeah, but I just like to buy stuff. That's okay. Because you got so much to throw away. Mm-hmm. And, but guess what? They're what? Not going but guess what? Out to dinner and lunch and going to lo- local bars because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what are they doing? What are they doing? They're staying home, they're ordering online, and they're buying product. See? Well, with more people with money buying product and less mm-hmm. product to buy, what happens? Yeah. What happens? Oh, no. What a, happens? A doily surprise is short. Yeah. You got all those doilies out on ships in the L.A. Harbor. <laughs> That's what happens. Huge containers full of doilies that can't get to us because you're ordering. Because Well, I am, too. But sure. we're all ordering we're all too much stuff. We're all guilty in the doily ordering frenzy that we're <laughs> yes. currently experiencing. Frenzy is a good word for it. It's uh-huh. a doily frenzy. Doily frenzy. The supply chain's the reason. And the answer is you guys. I'll get to that in a minute. But what okay. happens? What happens? Prices go up. Prices go up. Yeah. So we got That's nearly twenty percent more goods coming into the country than we did before the pandemic struck. What really? Nineteen days. Is that true? 
Now, if that's true, you said we got 20% more goods coming into the country right now than we did before the pandemic. Wait, does the Pacific Ocean count as into the country? Because we're right now, as we sit right now, Uh we're at a record high of 111 container ships. 111 now. It's gone up. Sitting off the California coast. It's gone up, not down. That's our high water And so that has nothing to do with (laughs) no people... who to unload all these ships i guess that has nothing to do with it because he hasn't even brought it up that's not a thing (laughs) the the employment the labor shortage is just not a thing to this guy it's it's amazing COVID 19 has changed the way we spend our time and our money oh more products are being delivered than ever before okay that's because people have a little more breathing room than they did last year oh that's a good thing that's a good thing it also means yeah. We got higher demand for goods at the same time we're facing mm-hmm. disruptions in the supplies to make those goods. There's a re- this is a recipe for delays and for higher prices. And people are feeling it. Mm. They're feeling it. They got so everybody can paying this much for a gallon of gas. In some parts of California, they're paying $4.50 a gallon. Thanks to you, yes. What, what cost right. is that? <laughs> Not him. Not him. It's all your spending that's causing it. Wait, my spending causes and, California sh- and Russia and OPEC, of course. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna love this, Pat. When I was looking for the number of ships out in the harbor, I see this headline from the LA Times: Shipping emissions targeted in UN climate agreement. Well, maybe if your policies didn't cause them to set off the core of the coast of California, yeah, they wouldn't be just emitting for no good reason other than just to hang out there and wait for an open port. Help us. I know. Help us. This is not good. I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's insane that he makes this, he does this kind of spin on this terrible situation that we're in right now. He sucks. Yeah. Just, I mean, I just want to, that's yeah. my professional opinion. He's powerful, Keith. He does, though. You're right. He does. Brandon, man, what is it up? Sums it up. The Brandon administration Sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, we're, we're, how, uh, 10 months in? Not even 10 months in. Yeah, we won't be 10 months in until nine days from now. Happy birthday. So uh, enjoy it because he, he doesn't accept one ounce of responsibility for it. Not an ounce. How do you like all this breathing room y'all got? Huh? You liking <laughs> yeah. that? You like that? All that extra money that you right. don't know what to do Woo! with. You know, what you could do is, because we're going to have heating oil shortages uh-huh. this winter, use that extra money as kindling no, to no. warm to warm yourselves and your family in the fireplace. No, no. you got to finish off your doily collection. <laughs> well, the doilies aren't going to get there by That's Christmas, what stinks, so. man. You ordered the doilies, and now they're sitting out there in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Nice ones, too. Uh, right? Mm, some knitted doilies. Really cool. A little bit of lace on them. Really nice ones. What, what is going to happen on Black Friday? Like, what is... Uh, this is going to be a disaster. In addition to the shipping disasters, you're going to have, you know, there's a lack of employees at, at uh, airlines and TSA stuff is going to be, I mean, this is not the year to fly. Uh, no. Uh, this is. No. This is going to be an ugly holiday season. So decorate now for Christmas because it's time to celebrate um, lights. He has absolutely no, uh, no self-awareness Mm-mm. at all. And I, he, the bubble he must live in with people just, you know, serving as serving his ego, and and just uh, stroking stroking his ego all the time. He must 
really live in a fantasy land. Oh, yeah. Think of how many drugs are in that, those veins, too. Oh, man. I really hope that when Jonathan Dunn comes in here, who's currently touring the country, I hope he convinces us that America is going to be back to greatness real soon. Because I need a dose of that in my life. That's kind of what he he tried to do last time, yeah, right? Yeah. And look, we bought into it. <laughs> you got some explaining to do. <laughs> uh, but what we're facing right now is is difficult. It's difficult to see the silver linings. There are some, but it's it's hard to see them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about preborn. Abortion is the leading cause of death in the United States of America and around the world. Since Roe v. Wade, over 62 million babies have been aborted just in the U.S. One in four pregnancies end in abortion. It's time to do something. The Ministry of Preborn is partnering with the Blaze Media to help rescue 10,000 babies in 2021, and you can be a part of it. Preborn is the direct competition to Planned Parenthood. And they're the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the U.S. By When you let a woman see the ultrasound, uh, it changes them. They see that that's life. And it's life that's growing inside them. And 80% of the time, they choose life after seeing the ultrasound. So that's why we're asking you for a contribution right now so that we can help rescue 10,000 babies by the end of the year. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, we are joined by uh, Jonathan Dunn. Been a while. How, how you been? I'm doing awesome. I'm living the dream. <clears throat> are you really? Yes. Good. I finally get to Good. be an American in 2022. No way. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, congratulations. It's, really? It's going to happen? Yes, sir. How is that going to be the <laughs> case? I finally found the woman to make the sacrifice to marry me. <laughs> okay. She's outside. You're going to meet her. She's all a big right. fan. Oh, so, oh, yeah, 2022, I'm all in to save your nation. So Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. That is great. A miracle. Only in America, right? Yeah. Well, you're not going to live in like New York or California. No, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in Oki. Oh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Very good Where in choice. Oklahoma? Uh, near Drumrice. And why did you choose that location? That's where she lives. That's uh-huh. where she's from. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a bum and go live off her. How'd you meet? <laughs> nice. So we've been actually friends uh, since 2015 and mm-hmm. became very friendly. And uh, nice. then uh, I obviously suffered with depression and nearly killed myself two years ago. So to oh, get geez. here, um, I had to go to Turkey to isolate. Imagine, despite your border being wide open, I can't fly from Ireland or Europe anywhere. So I got to go to Turkey and she was like texting me um, twice every day. Hey, how you doing? Are you all right? Just checking in. And mm-hmm. we became really close. And That's then, really nice. Um, we just became friends. We, um, there's a long story of how we got together, but we got together. It's love at first sight for me. She's amazing. <laughs> she puts great. up with me. She's got a great sense of humor. <laughs> And uh, for whatever reason, she loves me. I don't understand the appeal. Uh, she said it's for my body. Um, I don't believe that, but uh, that's what she says. Oh, so, cool. uh, but we, that shows you what type of sense of humor we have, and I'm, I'm blessed to be here. Well, and how are, how are you doing uh, emotional wise? Yeah, I'm doing a lot depression better. Depression wise, yeah, no, better. I'm doing a lot better. Good. Um, I, I got to the point where two years ago I nearly killed myself, and I literally would have done it, mm. but. Um, 
uh, I, I chickened out because I was like, Good. I'm not ready to meet God. Good. Um, I, have, I have stuff to do. Mm. And uh, it's amazing when you get a sense of purpose in your life, when you get a mission, because uh, mm-hmm. my mission is to testify about America's greatness because we need you. And you, you're seeing what's happening over the last year or two. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I've always said it. America needs to restore its founding principles because you need to be that beacon of light. But we've got a real glimpse of real tyranny. It's here. And if you guys don't That's wake for up. Sure. We need to really restore your principles now. And that's what I'm here. I'm doing a tour with 65 events in 85 days talking about reclaiming America's narrative. Because quite simply put, America is the best story man ever came together to write. I love it when you come in because it is... (laughs) We need it. I mean, we just get beaten down. We just get beaten down with all the garbage uh, uh, every day. And there's so much of it. And there's Mm -hmm. so much tyranny right now and oppression going on in this country. And it, it tends to weigh you down. Yes. So but I think you, you are like a look. breath of fresh air when you come in and, and you say these things and remind us of this. Mm. But I also think you need to understand the rebellious spirit. So, you know, you think you've had a bad in America. You didn't have anything compared to what we have. Like in Ireland, we could not go more than three miles from our house. I could leave for mm-hmm. two legal reasons. One was to exercise and walk the dog and look at my physique. Clearly, I walked that dog every day, right? <laughs> and the second reason was to go to an approved store to get essential supplies. We're still wearing masks. We're still on lockdown. Not pubs my closed gosh. for like 400 days. Masks and churches closed for like six months. You couldn't get communion. You couldn't get confession. In Ireland, the pubs are still closed? Well, no, they're back open oh, now. Okay. But they closed Oof. for like 400 days. <laughs> Nightclubs closed crazy. for over 500 days. The church closed for months mm. and everyone just accepted it. Whereas at least, uh, you know, I know you're kind of hurting right now because everyone's down but you still have this rebellious streak where you're like no yeah. like yeah. even in texas like we're still wearing masks you can't go anywhere in ireland without wearing masks i'm in texas the only time i've worn a mask this tour is when i'm in the airports and to get my car mm-hmm. you have this rebellious streak and people are like nope not doing it not going on anymore so as bad as things are you still have this mm-hmm. rebellious streak the biggest difference and this is the bad side of it you're not as optimistic as you are and that's why that's everyone. true you need to be more optimistic because despite all the flaws despite all your issues you still live in the greatest country in the world and you need to act accordingly yeah and it's time to get Absolutely. it's time to be the more optimistic people it's hard to be optimistic where when you get kicked to where you live every single day but yeah but you're right we but need there to are signs that. Like, you know, there are, if you look for the positive news, there is science. Like this news this week, I'm going to be talking about on my podcast this week, this idea of the University of Austin, that is huge. Mm -hmm. What you need to start doing Mm -hmm. is stop looking to government to be the solution and start looking to innovate, to creativity. Because despite, again, all your flaws, I get the rules and the regulations, they're burdensome, but they're not as burdensome here as everywhere else in the world. Your tax code is still better. You still can create. But the thing is, it's getting to the point in time where if you don't start creating, you're done. It's now or never. It's put up or shut up time. And that's yeah. what I'm trying to encourage you. And if you go in with a, an attitude where we're done, we can't do this, and the glass is half empty, guess what? That's all you're going to see. Whereas if you go in, and I know it's hard, but the glass is half full, let's look for the positivity. Let's understand our history. Let's understand everything we've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Because this enemy is not a great enemy. This enemy is not Hitler. This enemy is not Stalin. This enemy is not even Gorbachev's Russia. This mm. enemy, as I keep saying to people, is nothing more than the Wizard of Oz. It looks powerful. It looks strong. I am the great and powerful Oz. And you look behind the curtain, you see a little timid old man. Does that remind you of America in 2021? You see a little timid old man behind the curtain? Mm. Mm-hmm. It is. That's all it is. It's a magic mm-hmm. trick. They're wanting to make you feel like you can't do anything. But the American spirit says, no, we will solve these problems if you act. What is the perception of Joe Biden in Europe, in Ireland, do do they do they understand this guy's cognitive decline? Do they understand what a buffoon he is, or are they are they celebrating his presidency? 
I think it's a, I think it's a bit of both. Is um, it? Yeah, it, in Ireland and Europe, if you're a Democrat, you automatically get a pass. It's because the thing is, you need to understand where <laughs> Irish people and European people and English people get their news. It's from the AP. So whatever the AP mm-hmm. says over here, you can pretty much it's regurgitated over there. You know, at least he doesn't tweet. You know, and at least yeah. he's a different thing, and that's just a different animal. But I think people in Europe are starting to really freak out, especially in mainland Europe, because of what happened in Afghanistan. They're like. Oh dear God, they're close to us and they have what? They have how many planes? They have how many rockets? Oh, mm-hmm. we don't have that. We gave them all up. You know, and it's like, well, the lesson there is not Afghanistan. The lesson is, hey, don't give up all your weapons and maybe give me an old, you know, <laughs> yeah. learn how to fight. Um, yeah. But absolutely. But he's a Democrat. It's it's Democrat good, Republican bad. And that's that's the simple narrative and that's as simple as it will get for Irish people. Are are the Irish uh, starting to get tired of all the lockdowns nope. and the nonsense? Nope. They're, they're completely compliant. Absolutely. To give you a thing, right? So <clears throat> I, I always give this as a stash. So we do polls like you do over here. Mm-hmm. Consistently since day one, a poll has been asked, how has the government done? Has it done too much? Has it done too little despite you know going can't go more than three miles from your house all these horrific lockdowns can't go to this business can't go to this business all the mental health issues all the business is closing consistently between 20 and 25 percent of the people said the government has not done enough oh my god for all even that's to this day wow and that's the difference you know and that's why the power is when i talk about america and the power and the people when you have 25 percent kind of well the government hasn't done enough i'm like what else do you want them to do? Do you want them to lock us in our buildings like China where they literally yeah. concrete us in? What's the answer? Mm-hmm. The answer in America is your people still are rebellious. The thing what you need is you kind of need to be a bit more encouraging. Because I tell you one thing, from, from going out and doing all these events, I'm here two months now, the people are hurting. They need a bit of inspiration because they want to act. They want to save their country. Yeah. But the problem is they see panic and, and fear from everywhere they look. Every media is talking about it. We need a bit of oomph. We need a bit of encouragement to say, no, this is what we're going to do because we can overcome this. Ah, it's fantastic to hear. And uh, I, where can people see you when you're on these on these tours? Like, where are upcoming stops? So I'm actually in the Blaze Studios tonight, which is really exciting. First time ever I'm giving a presentation here. You are giving a presentation here? Yeah, it's not for the Blaze. It's with the True Texas Project. Okay. So if you go to my Facebook um, and reach out to me, but I'm in Texas. I'm pretty much at the end. Of, mm-hmm. I'm in Texas till Thanksgiving, and then I've got a couple of events in Pennsylvania. So that's pretty much it. So um, I've been out, I've done the other 15 states. So I'm, I thank God I'm at the end. Already been here for two months, huh? Yes, September 7th. Huh. My first event was in St. George, Utah. It was a lot of fun. I bet it was. Oh, I've never been to Utah before. It was beautiful. Oh, Utah's a So you're getting to state. see the country as well as preach no. to us? No. Uh, no. I don't, no, no. There's, there's zero downtime. Well, you'll, you'll get to that. I yeah, I know. Absolutely. Oh, so. so when's the wedding? When's the marriage? And when do you move? This is a touchy subject. Yeah? I've got to wait oh. to ask the government to say, hey, can we get married? And when Are the government th- says, yes, we can, then we get married. Wait, out. this government has to? Yeah. Oh, boy. No, Are no, they right. suspicious of what you're doing here? Are they thinking you're doing oh, no, it tur- only for immigration status? Oh, no, no, I'm not. Uh, no. Oh, the marriage or the, what I'm working on? Yeah, the on? marriage. Oh, no, it's clear if anyone sees it. Like, we text a lot because one of the things we were talking okay. about, we have to get the criteria. She's going to get on to, Tanya's going to get on to uh, AT&T and say, hey, can we have our phone bill for the last couple of months because we've been texting and phoning a lot. So anyone who says it, anyone who looks wait at a us. Minute. Wait, wait a minute, what? wait a minute. So, so they will see how often you've communicated. Are they going to be reading your communications I hope as well? not because oh, there's my- a lot of inappropriate stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of inappropriate stuff in our text messages. We have both very dark sense of humor and stuff. And we joke about a lot of stuff. So we actually even joke about it. It's like when, we, when we're in the middle of different things and we're like, God, I, I hope the NSA agent who's reading our calls really appreciates because they've got to be cracking themselves <laughs> oh up God. at what we say. So 
Mm, well, and we, of course, yeah. we're Republicans and conservatives, so we do use coded language. You oh, know? of course, so, yeah. <laughs> sure. That's what I'm worried about, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. So, no, we, that's just, good. we just had a story last week, I think it was, that Ireland, I believe Ireland is one of the most, if not the most vaccinated yes. country on earth. Absolutely, yes. And yet, haven't they just had massive breakouts yes, in certain parts happens, of the country? Right? Yeah. Well, is you it see, the 91%, thing, is that what I read? 91% are vaccinated? Of over 16s. Okay. Yeah, oh, you see, the problem wow. is, you see, the problem is, it's not the vaccine isn't working. There's no issues with the vaccine. It's that you're not using your mask right now, and you're not social distancing. So <laughs> that's we had this guy. Yeah. Okay. We had the, we had our version of Anti Fauci in the news yesterday. He's like, you know, it's not. I'm not happy with everyone. I'm not happy with the way to work. And you know, you know, I know you want to meet and stuff, but like, you know, if you're going to meet ten people, only meet five. If you're going to go out twice this week because it's Christmas, only go out once. You know, I mean, if we do all these little reductions, on. we can do it. And I the mean, Irish people go, yeah, okay, fair enough. Wait a minute, but, that's hold on a second. Crazy. Who is saying that? Anthony uh, Fauci? No, our no. version. Your version of Anthony yeah. Fauci. Okay. It's Dr. Tony Holohan. Uh-huh. And he's just as nice as Anthony oh, Fauci. Good. Except he has an added event, an added bonus. When he did, in the middle of this, sadly, his wife died of cancer. And oh. you know the way Anthony Fauci says, you can't argue with me, or you're arguing with science. <laughs> Anytime you criticize, like you'd say, why is he saying this? Like, he's not elected. This guy risked his life. He left his wife who was dying. How could you dare speak out? I'm like, I'm, oh, not, I'm not saying anything bad about gosh. the guy. I'm just saying, can we question what he's saying? No, you can't. His wife, he literally left his dying wife of cancer to serve people and to tell you what to do why can't you just be grateful because i don't want to be told how to live right you know and especially once you're vaccinated and then you're still being told how to live oh yeah where you can go what you can do what you can have on your face the whole time oh when they were doing what do you the booster mean shots? how could it be the mask when i've got the vaccine and i shouldn't need the mask i know but now it's the booster shots it's got to be the booster shots and then it'll be the Jeez. fourth booster shot and the fifth booster shot. the end now, the, this is the there's thing no Americans end in sight know. The mm-hmm. government is net. Once government gets power, it never ever gives it back. Correct. Yeah. And that's the thing about Americans that I'm so impressed with. You're like, nope, I'm done. Not wearing a mask. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, I mean, part of the country. Well, I mean, there, there are places like New York, California, oh, yeah, where they're complying. There. Well, like, the, 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 the horrific story from New York. Like literally, this should be a warning sign that you're if you're a five to eleven year old person and a kid in New York, you can't go into an establishment now without your papers. Yeah. This should yeah. be a warning sign. Wait. Sure should. Up. Yeah, we have to. It's meta- yeah. it's, we absolutely it's, it's have to. It's medical apartheid. That's yeah. all there is to it. But yeah. also, this is the positive thing. If you look at the thing, as much of all the tyranny you're facing right now, if you look at it from the glasses half full, the arguments are so easy to win. They're literally <laughs> telling you who they are. Get vaccinated. Even if you're five mm-hmm. years old, get vaccinated. Moderna is doing this thing where now, from infants from as young as six months are going yeah. to go through this stuff. Th- yeah. This should be the easiest argument. Even things like the Great Reset, which is a massive challenge. That You know, what Democrat, we need to get, start talking to people. What Democrat's like, hey, you're going to only eat meat once a week. Are you okay with that? The most Democrats I know be like, hell no. Oh, by the way, you're going to own nothing and be happy about it. Do you like owning your iPhone? Yep. I don't care whether you vote. Even for AOC, even mm-hmm. the AOC supporters, hey, you'll never own your iPhone again. Yeah. I don't want that. Well, then there you go. That's why you should be against the Great Reset. That's what your yes. side is doing. Let's join together. Not look for a left message or a right message, but an American freedom message. Because if you make it about America, you will win. Because the arguments are so easy to dismantle. Jonathan Dunn, uh, where can we get Freedom Disciple, your podcast? Work So it's on theblaze.com slash podcast. You'll see me or if you... Awesome. It's free. It's on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, whatever platform you use, look up Freedom Disciple. We're out every Saturday at 12 noon Eastern. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having Thanks me. Thanks for your enthusiasm and your love of, of America, too. That's Always. All in. Amazing. Thank you.